Hey, Coyotes fans, and welcome to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast. Now we're coming to you Saturday, March 21st, 2020. Uh, day, I feels like 3 million of the league being uh, on hiatus, but we're here nonetheless. Of course, the Coyotes actually pretty busy uh, in recent days. Two player signings. Uh, they're signing two players to entry-level contracts. Those players, uh, Nate Susis and... Ryan McGregor, uh, Ryan McGregor, a three-year deal he's getting um, out of the Ontario Hockey League. He was the captain uh, of the Sarnia Sting for um, the last couple of years. Ryan McGregor, a uh, six uh, six feet, six foot one, uh, around there, left-handed uh, centerman. Um, Let's see, uh, this season, 27 goals, 68 points, and 52 games. Uh, kind of an interesting little factoid or a connection to the Coyotes, rather, uh, during uh, McGregor's first season with the Sting in 2015-16. Uh, he was teammates with uh, Coyotes defenseman Jacob Chikrin. So pretty interesting there. I would expect McGregor to uh, report to the Tucson Roadrunners uh, next season or uh, perhaps as early as this season if the AHL season resumes. Uh, Susie's 20 Three years old, he is Penn State's all-time leading goal scorer. A huge reason uh, for the the reason that that program has taken a huge step forward in recent years. Sixty-one career goals in 147 games um, this year. Eleven goals, 38 points in 34 games. It is not easy um, to be a point per game player in the NCAA. It is generally very indicative um, that you you are a pretty accomplished player if you're being able to do that. Undersized, five foot nine. 175 pounds Susie's I would uh, say he's probably in the same boat as McGregor both probably um, slated for Tucson next season or again perhaps uh, this season if if all goes well that's pretty much all we have uh, lately in in Coyotes news right now Um, players and and coaches and and, um, executives decision makers what have you um, all off limits to the media uh, at the moment, the Coyotes did simulate their game uh, against the Detroit Red Wings uh, on Friday, which I thought was funny for a couple of different reasons because it was very clear that this was not a live stream. Um, and we'll kind of get into that later. I want to like dissect kind of the thought process by the Coyotes there. So they're live streaming, um, not live streaming, but they're they're simulating a game between them and the Red Wings, which was supposed to happen last night. They are down two two to one. They go into a six on five with the goalie pulled. Taylor Hall scores a goal uh, with two seconds left. And I remember just following the stream of tweets because, of course, the Coyotes were live tweeting this. And I'm like, how Coyotes is this that they're simulating their own game and they're they're actually going to lose a game at home to the Detroit Red Wings? But of course. They did not. Taylor Hall scored. Oliver Ekman Larson scored in overtime, um, which just does not seem feasible. The Coyotes are incapable of scoring at a six on five, and it just it 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 didn't exactly uh, seem realistic. Let's put it that way. And then you have post game interviews. The Coyotes conducting post game interviews. They li- they literally called up Oliver Ekman Larson and interviewed him. And it was funny because you're watching this post game commentary by Tyson Ash. Paul Bissonette and the interview with Oliver Ekman Larson. There's it's it. There's light outside. Clearly, this was done during the day, or perhaps even a day prior. So, how many times did they have to simulate that until they actually beat the Red Wings? Is what I want to know, because they were very, very close to losing the Red Wings, even in the one that they aired. Um, 
so I'm I'm guessing post commentary from uh, TV play by play man Matt McConnell, uh, as well as a, a reaction from Paul Bissonette and Tyson S. But you can see the sunlight and same thing. They're they're talking to OEL about a goal that his video game character scored, and they're literally asking him questions about it. What do you guys think about this? I know a lot of teams are and leagues are are doing these simulations, but did the Coyotes did you feel like they took it a little bit too far on Friday night? It was. It was a little strange. I felt a little strange. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I certainly did not watch it. But you know, I have my push notifications on for the Coyotes team account, and I'm like, are, are we seriously doing this? Then I watched all the videos that came after with, uh, you know, the post game availability and the you know recap by Biz and Ash, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, are we seriously doing this right now? Um, so it was a little strange. Uh, curious. Did you guys? Did you guys watch it? Did you guys think it was cool? I mean, I know you guys are missing hockey. I mean, I think we all are, right? Was this something you enjoyed? Did you feel like maybe it was a, a little bit of overkill by the Coyotes, or, or did you like it? I'm curious to know what you guys think. You can tweet me at ramore and underscore uh, azc on Twitter. I, I did think it was a little strange. I, I admittedly, I admittedly thought it, it, it was a little strange. Um, in, uh, in coronavirus-related news, nothing new announced by the NHL. We do know uh, a second Ottawa Senators player has tested positive uh, for the coronavirus. Uh, that makes uh, two Ottawa Senator, Senator players so far the only known um, positive cases in the NHL right now. Um, we are hearing that there are other Senators players who are ill and waiting test results, so we'll obviously keep you guys abreast uh, of whatever happens. Um, no podcast uh, tomorrow and Sunday, but we'll be back. Uh, we're going to go Monday through Friday, uh, five podcasts for you guys next week and every single weekday. So um, I'll definitely uh, be keeping you guys updated in that regard. But as of right now, two um, two confirmed cases um, in the NHL right now. When we come back, we'll get into uh, some more Coyotes items and, and kind of talking about maybe some of these signings, how the Coyotes are looking uh, moving forward right now, sort of breaking down, uh, breaking down the team, the X's and O's and, and kind of and kind of where things stand because there's no better time to take stock of the team when uh, everything is completely and, and utterly idle. So I hope you guys will uh, join me for that. Thanks again for for tuning in wherever you may be. If you're hunkered down and in your homes like the rest of us, or if you're uh, still uh, performing an essential service and going to work, or uh, just kind of tooling around on your on your phone or your smart device, or, or you're still listening to us in your car, we appreciate you tuning in to Lockdown Coyotes and Lockdown Podcast Network. We'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back here to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Richard Morin with you, of course. Uh, be sure, guys, to uh, listen to the rest of our fantastic podcast over at the Locked On NHL Network, as well as uh, the rest of the network as well. You guys can tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NHL, and um, we're all here to try and get get ourselves and each other, and of course, you, um, our fantastic listeners, through this very, very strange time where we're all kind of... Um, biding our time until we get um sports back but of course we're here talking about the coyotes uh, of course um the arizona coyotes where would they have finished if, if the season had had played out 
um, as normal. Certainly feels like the Coyotes were not headed to a a good place, and um, I'm sure we'll work. We'll kind of dig up those graves when the time comes, when and if the season is called, or when and if uh, we know that the Coyotes will not be playing anymore. So even if the NHL comes back and says, hey, we're doing you know top four you know, division winners for a playoff, um, and that's it, you know, that's still right, essentially, is the end of the season for the Coyotes because they are not one of those teams. Um, but I think when you look at where they were going, they were certainly not going to be one of those teams. They were one of those teams. They were a first-place team uh, for quite some time. And... Um, as recently, and it, it it sort of blows my mind every time I I see this. It blows my mind every time I kind of come across this realization because it feels like the Coyotes were in first place forever ago. It seems like they started the season, they were in first place, and then you know they just kind of they were in first place on January fifteenth. January 15th they were in first place and it seemed like that and they were out of the whole thing out of the whole thing there were points out and they weren't even really getting close to to coming back and um you know being in in playoff contention so it was not that long ago the Coyotes were sitting in a very very good position and falling out uh in the blink of an eye so how did that happen you know you you're in first place, you acquire Taylor Hall, and all of a sudden you can't win games. You can't score more than two goals. And I'm not even going to give credence to the whole Taylor Hall, um, curse of Taylor Hall thing is literally the the most uninformed sports take I think I've ever heard. So I'm not even going to get into that. Taylor Hall made this team so much better. I think a, a much more um, appropriate question would be, where is this team if they didn't make that trade? If the Coyotes hadn't made that trade for Taylor Hall, they might be, I mean, they, they might have been passed by several teams under them by now. I can't even, it, it kind of pains me to think where this team might have gone uh, had they not made the trade for Taylor Hall because they were already starved for offense and I think maybe even overperforming before they got Hall. And they got Hall and I think they showed what they are, which is a, a very very underwhelming team with a lot of players who are underperforming um and like i said i think those are all graves we're going to turn over once we know um the season is not coming back it seems a little it seems a little unfair to kind of pile on the team and slam the team when the season isn't over yet um for the coyotes it is certainly looking like the season is over in more ways than one um but i think in the sake of fairness um, I'll sort of hold off on, um, you know, commenting too strongly on uh, on where they are, just in light of the fact that, um, in light of the fact that it's not over yet. Um, you know, the season could come back, and the Coyotes could, you know, win a play in some kind of play in game to make the playoffs. And I mean, who knows, right? Anything could happen. So I'm not gonna, you know. I'm not going to kind of go down that road, I guess, until un- until we have to. But at the same time, um, you know, you, you're hearing about all these different playoff formats. Oh, well, you know, let's take the the top. Let's just take the division winners, and and you know, okay, well, the, you know, the Coyotes are out of it then. But it's like they 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 shouldn't be. Like the Coyotes could they could easily be leading this division. The Pacific Division is really underwhelming. The whole Western Conference is really underwhelming, and the Coyotes could have done so much more. 
um, in this division. We're going to talk about that more coming up after this one last final break here on Locked On Coyotes. All right, and welcome back here to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, guys. I want to, hey, I want to uh, quickly uh, let you guys know about a little uh, bracket challenge I'm running on Twitter at RAMoran underscore AZC on Twitter. I'm doing a, a bracket challenge, Mark Madness bracket challenge, trying to find uh, the best team logo in Arizona sports history. So if Arizona sports is something you've, you feel passionate about, you feel passionate about a lot of different sports, and you are a big fan of logos and jerseys and designs in sports uh, like I am, I think you'll really like this. I uh, have the, the first round going on um, right now. It's a 32-team it's a bracket. We're already almost done with the first round, so we're almost down. Uh, to the Sweet 16 with the Coyotes, of course, coming in with a number one seed, uh, the number one overall seed, um, and they moved on to the first round with a win over the Arizona Sting, which, for those of you who don't know, was a actually professional lacrosse team that was here in Arizona in the early 2000s. So they knocked off the Arizona Sting in eight seed in the first round, and they're going to be facing the Tucson Sidewinders, former AAA affiliate of the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, in the second round. So it's a pretty cool thing we're doing over at AZ Central and thing I'm doing on, on my Twitter, at RAMorin underscore AZC. I definitely want to encourage you guys to come and check that out. It's kind of something to, to keep all of us all of us busy. I'm, I'm stretching it over, over a long time. I did I did a bracket challenge. Some of you might remember, some longtime followers might remember, I did a similar challenge last year where I had um, – the best Arizona hockey jerseys ever. So it was just hockey jersey designs. So we had a couple different Coyotes designs. We had, you know, the the Phoenix Roadrunners. We had the the Tucson Gila Monster. Um, you know, the Tucson Scorch, the Tucson Roadrunners. Um, we had, you know, a bunch of the, the the new Arizona Coyotes, the the old Phoenix Coyotes. Um, you know, you name it. We had a bunch of different. You know, we had, uh, you know, Arizona State Sun Devils, of course. Um, you know, uh, University of Arizona, you know, GCU hockey. And so we had a bunch of different kind of jerseys and that was really fun to do last year. Um, I believe I only did 16, um, a 16 team bracket. And I think I broke it down over a couple of weeks. So we're doing a 32 team bracket and a lot of people are kind of doing these bracket challenges and, but they're all doing it kind of quickly. I'm really stretching this one out. So you get, um, you know, right now for the first round, we're doing four matchups a day. Um, and you, 24 hours to vote so uh we started the voting on monday tuesday the results are announced and then on wednesday the next four go up thursday results announced and on friday the next four go up so um kind of uh we're really stretching this out the the idea is to kind of give us something to do and, and kind of give us something to kind of root for and, and participate in over a very long stretch of time i want to kind of try to not not milk it out but you know we're obviously going to be kind of without live sports for a while i think this is a really cool thing i i spent a i spent a, a long time kind of you know getting i you know kind of solicited your suggestions i wanted to hear from you guys what what you thought your favorite logos were and 
kind of put them all into a bracket based on all those things. And, um, you know, it's been really fun, um, you know, kind of editing these logos together and, and kind of seeing which, you know, seeing a lot of people, you know, cause I have, I have, uh, some high school jerseys, some, uh, some high school logos in Arizona, some, you know, community college logos. And it's really cool to see the community rally behind their own logos. Like I've gotten so many follows from people from like Marcos Denise high school, like Scottsdale community college, like sharing the, um, sharing this, sharing the stuff and kind of participating. So it's kind of a cool community thing going on. I want to encourage you guys to come and check that out, uh, on my Twitter at RA underscore ACC that next, the final, we're going to do the final four, um, first round matchups on Sunday, March 22nd, voting will start that afternoon and go into Monday. And then uh, starting Monday and the rest of next week, we're going to be doing second round stuff. So definitely now is the time to come and join in. Vote for your favorite logos, your favorite teams, your favorite colors, um, you know, your favorite mascots, you know, whatever uh, is kind of your thing. want to encourage you guys to come in uh, and check that out. It's been really fun. I know the Coyotes have, you know, I've, I've heard from some people. They're very, very confident they're going to win. They were. Uh, of course, the winners in our uh, in our March Madness bracket last year they had a big win last year. Uh, the the Coyotes Kachina jerseys uh, overwhelming winners. Although we had a surprise uh, surprise because I started the bracket challenge last year before the Tucson Roadrunners had announced their Kachina jersey. So what happened was I had to I kind of had to like have a play in game for them. So I, I put them in like a like a like a like a play in bracket and. I put them in and to my surprise they won the play-in round i'm like okay okay that's that's interesting because it's very mixed reactions on the the tucson kachina they made it all the way i think to the final round against the coyotes kachina jersey so it was kachina versus kachina in the final round and of course the the, the phoenix uh coyotes were able to to take the win there so it's pretty pretty fun stuff um you know i appreciate you guys uh coming over if you do and of course those of you who have followed for a while um i appreciate you guys tuning in to uh, to this podcast here want to remind you guys again um you know i know maybe a lot of you are accustomed to, to listening to 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 this podcast or other podcasts in your car on the way to work maybe you're not working anymore you're kind of out of your routine trust me i identify with you uh, i'm definitely out of my routine as well but i want to remind you guys if you do have smart devices you can just tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on nhl and it will play for you uh, our staff is doing an amazing job um, I know I'm biased, but our staff is doing a really good job coming up with creative and interesting content for you guys. And Lockdown Coyotes is no different. I got a lot of really cool stuff uh, cooking for you. I know the last few episodes have kind of been more informative, kind of updating you guys on what's going on with, uh, you know, the coronavirus situation and the Coyotes and kind of transactional stuff and and uh, and, and things of that nature. But uh, we are we are really cooking some some kind of creative stuff for you. So I hope you guys will, of course, enjoy that. Thank you guys for joining us. This is all. The time we have for today's episode, Saturday, March 21st, 2020. See you guys tomorrow.